0: Yeah, hey man. (coughs) When I uh, when I was doing some stuff I shouldn't be doing in high school, thank you. There's three of us in this room. Um, (laughs) one of my favorite things to hear at the end of the court session was "case closed." (laughs) Right? I was like, for real? I don't have to do anything else. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to show you how much more important that is uh, in our spiritual walk. Um, there's some times that, first of all, you're going to hear me tell you I was wrong, and the Lord showed me that this week. It's pretty cool. Um, it's never cool to hear you wrong, but it's pretty cool the way he did it, so I'll share that with you. Um, but before we get started, let's uh, let's go to the, the Lord in prayer, and, and we'll open it up. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is always true. Thank you for blessing us beyond measure with your word. Filling us with life. God, thank you for going before us as we open it up. And God, just allowing the people to receive all that you have for them today. God, everybody's here with a purpose that you have brought here. Your your word never goes forth without great power. So, Father, thank you for what you're going to do here this morning. In Jesus' name, the church said amen <clears throat> all right let's get right into the word so i want to open up with this uh, truth or truthfully recorded how many of you guys know that the i used to say that the bible is the truth right the bible is the truth right is that true what i want you to think about is this is everything in the bible true is what satan said to eve true it's not the truth but it's truthfully recorded does that make sense So what is true in the Bible? It's Jesus. Jesus is the truth of the Bible. Amen? Uh, In fact, Jesus is what sets you free. Do you believe that? Yeah, yeah. So what I want you to understand is the law is not the truth that sets you free. It can't. The law was never designed to set you free. The law was designed to show you you need somebody to set you free because we are all sinful when we look at the law when we're judged by the law so the law can't be the truth that sets you free Jesus is the truth that sets you free so anytime you look in scripture today and you look back in the old testament it, it there's a lot of things that are truthfully recorded but if those things don't point to Jesus they're not the truth Jesus said I am the truth he is the truth right so that got me thinking um if you look at first or john chapter one it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god who are we talking about jesus so what about the word of god is truth it's jesus jesus is the word and anything you read about jesus is the truth amen so let's go ahead and get that out of the way because i want you to know i've been to some funerals where people have said hey the lord giveth and the lord taketh away anybody hear that That's in the Bible. Now, what's the problem if you're sitting in a funeral home and you got people out there and maybe you have a five-year-old child sitting in the front row whose mom, who's 22, just passed away and you're telling everybody who doesn't know God, right? You're saying, hey, man, the Lord gave you a mom and now the Lord took your mom away. Does that paint God in a beautiful picture? Would anybody want to serve a God like that? See, I want you to know something. That's found in the book of Job. Found in the book of Job. See, Job didn't have, <laughs> Job didn't have the, the opportunity to read chapter one of his own book. So Job didn't know where all that was coming from. Job didn't know that Satan was the one behind all that. God is a good God. And God only gives, 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 gives. God is no longer one that takes away because he put everything on Jesus. And when you come to that point where you see that Jesus took everything on our behalf, why would God come back then and take stuff away? Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. So when something doesn't make sense, you got a little confusion going there. We got to go, well, man, we got to go to Scripture and see what's going on. So we go to Scripture to see what the truth is. And so what does that mean? After everything I just told you, we go to Jesus to find the truth. Okay? Okay. Do you believe God's a good guy? Yeah, he is a good guy and he is a blesser. The Bible says we have the blessings of Abraham, which means blessing is giving, right? We do not have the curses. Yes, we've been been redeemed from the curse. Bible says we have the blessings, not the curses. That's a good, that's good news. So let me go, let me go to Job. I want to show you this. Now, what got me going on this, because we did this a couple weeks ago, but I want to show you that courtroom scene. I was wrong. Remember, I, I, I've i been, even up to a couple weeks ago, I would tell everybody, hey, man, there's a courtroom scene going on right now. And anytime you sin, Satan's taking you up there, because he's the accuser of the brethren. He's taking you up there, and, and he's saying, hey, man, this guy, Troy, he just sinned. And, and God's going, oh. And then Jesus is going, hey, but wait a minute. I'm his advocate. I got him. He's covered by my blood. He's mine, right? And I I would always think that. But then I started thinking, (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. Satan is not omnipresent. He's not God, right? But he already got my mind. he's, He's making me think he is everywhere. Satan can't be everywhere at one time. So if that's the case, then Satan would be up there nonstop just for me not not counting everybody else in the world so that can't be true can it man i I was like you know i'm driving at least i wasn't texting you can have a moment while you're driving if you're not texting don't text and drive (laughs) please so what i'm telling you is man sometimes you have to stop step back and go wait a minute wow Something as simple as that. Satan, I believe Satan's in the Middle East raising up an Antichrist. That's what I believe he's doing because he can't be everywhere at every time. Now, he's got his little demonic host things running around here. But, man, they don't have any power over us. They have no power over us. And if you think in your mind that every time you sin, there's a courtroom scene going on, that can hold you back from receiving blessings from the Lord. It really can. It stunts your faith. It doesn't hold back the blessings. Notice that. It holds back you from receiving the blessings they're already yours every good and perfect gift is already yours amen all right so there was a man in the land of the you that's how they did it back in the day they were like what region you from you bro job said oh, he say that. that's how i read the bible feel free to do that if you want <clears throat> ooze ooze by the way oozy oozy that's where we get the word oozy from do you guys know uh who came up with the Uzi? He was a Jewish guy. You think I'm joking? Go look that up. Whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright and one who feared God and shunned evil. And he had seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also, his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys and a very large household so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the east. He was very blessed. Very blessed. Right. Uh, And his sons would go and feast in their houses each on his appointed day and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. Good boys. They invite their sisters. Juna. (laughs) Juna is like that, actually. Right. Um. Oh. So it was, oh, so it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would sin and sanctify them and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did that regularly. Now there was a day, look at that, right before we see verse six, Job opened the door to Satan. He opened the door because he received a condemnation. He received an accusation. The Bible says nothing about his sons cursing God. Nothing. But he operated out of fear. And out of fear, he would, sac- sac- he would sacrifice to God. And the Bible tells us today, we don't have a spirit of fear. Don't take your kids to God out of fear. Take them with boldness. Boldness and say, thank you, Lord that my son, my daughter, they're healthy, they love you, you love them, as opposed to going with fear. Amen, you see that? So immediately when he's, when you see, and he did it on a regular basis, it wasn't a one-time thing, well, maybe they said something, every day he was operating out of fear. So Satan has a right now. Are you with me? Satan has a right. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Sons of God, there are the angels. They're the angels, just like when we saw the, uh, uh, the Noah's Ark. Are you with me? Those, son- those angels were there, too. They had fallen. These are not the fallen ones. So now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. Satan shows up, right? Uh, and the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? You think God knew? Yeah, he's just asking. God's polite. So he says, Satan answered uh, the Lord and said from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. Listen, I used to think that Satan had to ask permission to mess with you. Back then, yes, today, no. And I'm going to show you why. Satan, I used to preach that up until about a month ago, guys. But the Lord, how, you, how many of you guys are glad that your pastor's still learning? Yeah. That's a good place to be, amen? And I'm okay with it. So uh, when he says this, have you considered my, son, my, my servant Job? You got to remember what just happened. See, Satan has a right to be there now in that third heaven where God dwells. Has a right to be there because Job opened up that door for him. Notice God doesn't dispute Satan's right to be there, Right? So fear opened opened the door for him to come and he received an accusation and now Satan's standing there with God. And God says, have you considered him? Meaning God knows why he's there. It's because of Job. Are you with me? God didn't just offer Job up. That's not, God is holy. God is righteous. God, God is a God of law and order, right? He can't just forgive on a whim. That's not what he does. He doesn't say, hey man, I'm gonna forgive you today. James, sorry, man, right? Brad, I don't like your face, so you're not forgiven today, right? That, that sometimes we think God does that. He picks and chooses who he's going to forgive and who he doesn't. He is holy. I mean, he is holy, and he is all about, he's a God of law and order, and Satan, under the old covenant, has a right to be there, right? So now God is saying, hey, more like you can, in the Greek, it's more like you have considered Job, okay? But notice that God still points out who he is, who the real Job is. Even though he operated out of fear, he's still blameless and upright man. Amen? So are you. Even when you sin, you've got to know that God sees you that way. See yourself the way God sees you. All right. uh, One who fears God. uh, So so Satan answered to the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Right? Have you not made a hedge around him? Look what God's being charged with. By Satan, have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. Even Satan knows where prosperity comes from. The church gets it all jacked up. You preaching prosperity? No, preaching the word of God. Even Satan knows where all of our blessings come from. And he's he's accusing God of protecting Job. Aren't you glad that God's our protector? Satan can't mess with you. He can't. He has no right to be where you think he is today. Back then he did. I'm going to show you the difference. Y'all ready to learn? Whew. I was ready. I, I couldn't believe it. All right. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Hmm. And the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your power. Present tense. Present tense now God said this to Satan all that Job has is in your power why is everything that Job has in Satan's power because Job gave him an opportunity to get in there out of fear Satan had an opportunity you notice in that whole thing that God does not dispute Satan's right to be there do you see that he has a legal right to be there because of that because of that fear right uh so He said, uh, only do not lay a hand on this person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And you find out later in Job chapter 3 that he said, the very thing I was afraid of actually happened to me. The very thing that we are afraid of oftentimes happens because we're looking for it to happen. Instead of looking at who we really are. You believe that? Amen. So Satan had a right to be there. I wanted to say that. Uh, God did not dispute it. So the question is, does Satan still have access to God's throne room? No. I'm going to show you that through Scripture. So we're going to jump into Revelation chapter 12. What I want you to see about Revelation chapter 12, some people believe prophecy has not, you know, it's all prophetic. But how many of you guys know that two-thirds of the prophecies in the Bible have already come to pass? Most of them happen at the cross. And there's some that haven't come to pass yet. But when you see Revelation chapter 12, you're going to see That this is really Satan's uh, life. It's it's where he was and it's where he is now in Revelation chapter 12. Some of this stuff has already happened. Some of it hasn't happened. Also, what I want you to see is that Revelation is a book written to Israel, the Jews. It's written to the Jews. A lot of people think this stuff is about the church. I'm going to show you how that cannot be. Are you ready to go? All right. Now, a great sign. Say sign. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of 12 stars. Who is this woman? It's a sign. (laughs) It's a sign. Who is the woman? Now, a lot of commentaries will tell you that the woman is the church. But later on, we're going to see that the woman brought forth a child. How many of you guys know the church did not bring forth Christ? Christ brought forth the church. So the woman can't be the church. So let scripture interpret scripture. Amen. Don't let a commentary or a man. Don't you let me do it. Let scripture do it. Always. So who is this woman? This revelation 12 If you go to Genesis 37. I want to show you something. This is Joseph in his dream. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. (laughs) And they're like, oh. Uh, and this time, the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him. Who's his father, church? Jacob. Jacob rebuked him. And said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down on the earth before you? Now, in this scenario, Jacob got it. He knew he was the sun. Rachel is the moon. His brothers are the 12 stars. Rachel, the mother of Israel, right? The mother of the 12 stars. Those are the sons of Jacob. It's Israel. Remember, there's 12, how many tribes? Yeah. And don't you think Revelation talks about the tribes in the the future time? Do you believe that? Yeah. There's 144,000 of those tribes coming back do you believe that all that's in the bible right so i submit to you that the woman that that is talked about in revelation 12 is israel are you with me okay so go back to revelation 12 uh verse 2 then being with child she cried out in labor and pain to give birth has that happened yet has jesus been born Yes, because we know the child is talking about Jesus. There's not going to be another Jesus that comes later on, right? I always used to think Revelation was later on. and one day there'll be, there'll be seven years or something. There's going to be some pointy animal thing stabbing me, right? Anybody, <laughs> anybody ever read Revelation like that? You think there's going to be this big mosquito that picks you up and stabs you? Because that's the way it, all, it, it was. So scary to read it, right? And everybody's like, I ain't preaching on no Revelation ever, right? yeah man yes there it is the big horse head mosquito yeah i was like look i ain't having that i see that coming (laughs) you might as well take me out another way how in the world do we even go there all right so (laughs) jesus gee my man it just runs jesus has already been born and you see if you if you look at the woman uh with child the the woman being israel christ is already born that's already happened would you agree amen it's pretty well established and another sign appeared in heaven behold a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads his tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth now when satan was was cast out of heaven he drew a third of the angels with him yeah That's why I always, you tell my kids that they were afraid that there was something in the room. I'm like, man, even if there was, it's two against one. Right? You got two angels on your side. That one doesn't have a chance. He's already defeated. Right? It's two against one. So a third of the angels, and the angels are numbered like the stars in the sky. Okay? Bunches, bunches, bunches. Uh, By the way, so are we, the seed of Abraham. Um... This tells you the word. Oh, and the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. Isn't that art? already happened. Yeah, because think about it. The moment that Satan tempted Eve, God said his her seed, her seed will destroy you. Her seed will kill you. Right. You're going to bruise him, but her seed will kill you. And so from that moment on, guess what Satan does? Who's the first two kids we read about after that? Yeah, so Satan can see it. He doesn't know. He has no idea who it is because he's not God. But he sees a child that God likes and a child that God is angry with. So he thinks that child that God likes is the, is the seed. So he gets the child that God doesn't really. It's not, it's not that he didn't like him. He wasn't happy with the sacrifice to kill the one who he was happy with the sacrifice. Right? And then you get on down to Moses. I mean, all through scripture. We can go. You remember we did that thing on, uh, on the flood. Why God sent the flood? Because Satan was trying to destroy the what? The seed with the fallen angels that came down and hooked up with all the women. And they were having babies. They were he was trying to taint the seed. But the Bible says there was only how many pure? How many pure? Noah and his wife, his three sons, and three uh, and their wives. So you got eight. Uh, and it says where eight souls were saved. Well, when you look in the, in the Hebrew, it's saying that they were pure blooded. Talking about their bodies. Are you with me? So Satan's trying to do all that. He's trying to stop the seed, get to Moses. What does is, what is, uh, Satan have Pharaoh do to all the two-year-old babies? Yeah, but God saved Moses in a crocodile-infested river. It's unbelievable. Only God could have done that. Amen? Even you get, to, you get all the way down to Jesus. What happened when Jesus was born? He didn't know... He didn't know what time, and he didn't know who, because he's not God. But he knew that seed was going to come and destroy him. So ever since the woman gave birth, he's been trying to kill the baby. See that? Did he do it? No, he did not do it, right? Uh, to devour the child as soon as it was born. Right. She bore a male child who was to rule all the nations with a rod and iron. Huh? Rod of iron, sorry. And her child was called up to God and his throne. Has that already happened? Yes. Now look, this verse in prophecy, when you're reading prophecy, sometimes there can be 20 years, 50 years in between two sentences when you're reading prophecy. If you do the book of Daniel, you'll see that, right? We know that in that verse, that one verse alone right there, there's 33 years. How do we know that? 33 years. See? She bore a male child who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. She bore him. That's his birth. After he died and rose to heaven, what happened? And her child was called up to God and his throne room. See it? 33 years. So this is how you read prophecy. You can get all this from commentaries and stuff. But honestly, if you sit back and ask the Lord to show you something, he'll show it to you. Because he'll bring up scripture that goes with it. Right? And we let scripture interpret scripture. The Lord's the best teacher. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, Then the woman fled into the wilderness. Did that happen? Yeah. Israel. Think about the woman being Israel. Israel, because they did not accept Jesus, ran in the wilderness, in the wilderness. They were lost in the wilderness because they did not accept Jesus. That is still true today. Why do you think Israel is so attacked by such a small country? So attacked by everybody around them. Do you see that in the news? Yeah, they're always saying stuff about Israel. No matter what news channel you're watching, it's that. It's, it, you know why? It's deeper than just natural. It's spiritual. Satan hates God's chosen people. Hates them. Hates them. Always has. Then the woman fled in the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God that they should feed her three, <coughs> their 1,260 days. So there again, we see another two parallel. One has already happened. Israel ran out there in the wilderness the other thing is that there's going to be a seven-year tribulation when the Lord comes back okay so that hasn't happened yet that part has not happened yet are you guys with me y'all following me okay good this can be crazy but it's it's so there's so much good stuff in here um a day by the way is like a thousand years to us all right to God a day is like a thousand years all right And, and war broke out in heaven when did war break out in heaven Is that going to happen or has it already happened? It happened because of the cross. It's after Jesus died on the cross, war broke out in heaven. You see that the woman bore a child. He was called up. That happened. Amen. Israel rejected, went away. And we see that a war broke out in heaven. Also, a war broke out. Past tense. Yes. It's another way to know. That's it. A war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. Right, so there's a war going on. Uh, what I wanted you to see here is back in the day, the the high priest would go into the temple, and he would have to sprinkle blood in the temple. God, what does the temple represent? Church, think about it. God's holy of holies. The presence of the Lord is in the ark of the covenant that we have over. in the ark of the covenant. The high priest would go in, sprinkle blood on the mercy seat. How many times, church? One time. Why? It's one time's good enough. And the Bible says that's where God meets with us at the mercy seat. That's the only place we can meet God is at the mercy seat. Today, the Bible says Jesus is our mercy seat. So when we meet with God, guess what? We're meeting with Him at the mercy seat. Jesus is there. He's there. But then this is something the high priest would do. He would step back and right in front of him, he would sprinkle the blood seven times where he was standing to give him perfect standing in front of the Lord. Right? And so he would have to sprinkle the blood and no one could touch him. No one could touch him until he came out, until blood was sprinkled in the Holy of Holies. That's true. Any rabbinical uh, source you read, you'll see that. Even in Leviticus, you can see this in Exodus. It's all throughout the Bible. It's called the Day of Atonement. Right? You guys know about this? So the high priest went in there, sprinkled the blood one time on the mercy, seat, seven times where he was standing. So I want you to see something really cool here. <clears throat> this is, uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus... Jesus had to go. We're going to see this in Jesus had to go to heaven to purge heaven. What in the world in heaven would need to be purged? Think about what happened when Jesus rose. Who was the first person to see him? Who? Mary. And you remember Mary wanted to hug him? But what did Jesus say? Don't touch me because I have not gone to my father. And I always wondered why. And I, and I taught it this way because he's the first fruit and the father deserves the first fruit. But if you think about this, man, it's going to blow your mind. I'm telling you. The high priest, no one could touch him until he sprinkled the blood in the Holy of Holies. And I'm showing you why he, Mary couldn't touch him because he had not yet gone up to heaven to sprinkle the blood in heaven. In other words, Satan no longer has a place in heaven because heaven, that part of heaven, has been purged. So look, a war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought. So now Jesus is going. This is after the cross and we see this and look at Colossians 1, Colossians 1, 19. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him whether things on earth or things in heaven with what having made peace through blood through the blood of his cross jesus went to heaven to reconcile heaven and i'm like what in heaven needs to be reconciled well satan at one point had a right to be there remember he lost it right here he lost it right here satan can no longer accuse you before god you see that Look, just in case you want another reference point, Hebrews chapter 9. Therefore, it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. Right? All this this is talking about the high priest in the holy of holies. But but here Hebrews is telling us, man, what Jesus did, he did it in the real heaven, in the real holy of holies, right? For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, talking about the temple, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. That's unbelievable. I never thought that heaven needed to be purged. And I never understood why Mary couldn't touch Jesus. And I understood what the priests were doing back in the day, but now God's like, look at all this, Troy. It all runs together, and it's all about my son, Jesus, and all about what he did for you. I think I know what Christ did for me on the cross. I have no idea how much he did for me on the cross. I'm still learning that this is another thing that he did on the cross. So a war broke out, man. Angels were fighting. What happened? Let's go back. All right. I already said that when it was purged. Right? Uh, back to Revelation 12. A war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. And you look in the original. The original Greek. The word them. Was a place found for them in heaven any longer? The word them is not there. Do you remember youth what it says? Him. Meaning Satan no longer has a place in heaven. He can't go there and accuse. There's no more courtroom. They, all those times I tell you there's a courtroom. There is no more courtroom. Case is closed. We still got more. Don't get crazy. <laughs> y'all like church is over or something, man. Right. <laughs> hey, are y'all excited about this stuff? Isn't it like mind-blowing? Right? So, uh... Eli?